guys. Welcome to episode nine. I can't believe we're almost in double digits. Nine, we're this many today. Um, today we are joined by one of, I, I feel like I could speak for all of us when I say one of our favorite people on the whole planet. I mean, I never met the queen, but <laughs> I, I have met the king. Scott, the Chiching king is here today. And let me tell you like how long I have been a fan of Scott and meeting him in person and meeting him online. And I, he's been on my show. I think Angie's been on your show, right? Um, like he's on our show now. No, Angie, you gotta, when you start your show, have a show up, anymore, when you start your show back up, you gotta welcome Scott because one of my all time, most favorite guests, a reoccurring guest over there. Um, and he's with us today. If you have been cozy under a rock, we're going to introduce you to him today. You're going to head straight over to his channel and subscribe. Like undoubtedly we'll drop all of his social media links in our description. Um, Scott is definitely a proponent of this show. He was one of the first people that I told that we were going to be doing this podcast and like I'll let you say Scott like how you feel about you know the the women's version of this reseller podcasting because everything that you said was very encouraging to me so um, maybe you could just share with our listeners you realize that with my name and me being a guy I'm like the worst candidate to, <laughs> to be on this show that no you're definitely not because it's so important to us that we have like we're not anti-male here I promise I know we've gotten a little bit of that reputation but we we um I don't definitely... think we have that reputation I um I'm a big believer in it because you have to look back at my history um, I went, my undergraduate was in elementary education, which in the eighties was all girls. And then uh, I was at, uh, the college I went to was Mary Harden Baylor, which was historically an all female school. And then I taught elementary school, which was all female. My first principal's job was at an elementary school. And even the custodian was a lady. So wow. I, spent, <laughs> I spent my whole entire life, um, knowing my place. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, but, um, so yeah, I feel like this is not even a new thing for me. <laughs> you yeah, I know. One of the most encouraging things you said to me, um, was that it was important for young girls and young women to see women being successful in business in any business, let alone like a business that you can do from your house. That's not like a, a pyramid or an MLM or anything like any woman or mom could start this. So like, that's, that's kind of like the life you were breathing into me when we started this was that it's really important what we're doing. So thank you for saying something like that. Well, but you know, it's true though. It's one thing for me to tell some single mom at home that you don't have to be stuck. There are some things you can do and maybe there's a single mom out there that I'm the one she needs to hear it from. But I'm not going to look like her and I'm not going to have the same experiences. So I do think it's valuable. And well, I don't have anything more clever to say than that. It just is. Yeah. Representation means everything. I had that conversation with my son recently because it was so cool to me that he brought this conversation to me. He said that he watched something on YouTube and your kids don't always tell you every idea they hear about online. Right. He said he watched this thing on YouTube where this guy was like, um, opposing plus size models. And I'm just like listening and like breathing in what he's saying. And he's talking about how this guy says, 
um, that it's not fair for these women who basically don't work on their physique to be elevated over women that work so hard to be where they're at. And like, it just kept getting more toxic to hear it. And I'm listening to everything he's saying. I'm driving down the road. And when he's done speaking, I said, Dello, do you know that by industry standards, I would be a plus size model because I'm a size 10 and that's not those that's plus size model proportions. I work out six days a week. Like, tell me that I'm not working towards my physique every day. So I was able to like kind of put that into perspective for him. But like to tie into what we're talking about, I just told him, I'm like, imagine somebody like, let's go to the other extreme and, you know, whatever size you think is, is too big to be a model. That girl wants to start working out and she walks into Lululemon or LuLaRoe or whatever, Athletica or something. And she sees no one that looks like her. She's going to instantly think I don't belong here. I don't belong in this space. So like representation is so important to everyone. And like, I was just so glad that I got to have that conversation with him because here was someone trying to shape his opinions because I thought he could easily agree with that because that was like a male perspective too. And what the guy was saying sounded valid at surface level, but it was like, dig a little bit deeper and you'll see why everyone needs to be represented in every space. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everyone. And I told him, I was like, I mean, I have a friend that's wheelchair bound from a car accident that he had as a kid. And he recently um, like rolled down the runway at a fashion show. And do you know how important it is for people to see like a male model representation of them? Like that's insanely important. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love what we're doing here to represent women just so that they can see themselves being successful. 100%. There's a new song out. It's fairly new. Um, and I can't remember the the artist's name, but it's I Know Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I work out to that song like daily. It's on my it list. Like, it is like my favorite song. And she did a little, um, and basically it's, Jack it. is, he's an old guy living in, in Ohio selling mm-hmm. skin and bones with big boobs. And they did one of those pop-up dance things. What are they called? Mob, flash mobs. Oh, yeah. Right in front of New York City's Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Um, biggest tour there. And now, of course, the execs at Victoria's Secret came to her and said, we want to want you to come in and, like, you know, meet with us so we can talk. And she's like, no. You know, I, I'm so I'm not a part would. of your brand. She's like, you know. We need to make people, you, you can't change your mentality now because people are calling you out. You know, it's, it, it's time you just learn on your own and yes. I'm just putting it out there for the world. And I thought that was great. She's putting it out there for like every size matters. And, and in hers, that's what made me think of it, Rachel, is in the flash mob, she's like, someone's pushing someone with in a, in a wheelchair down. There's, you know, girls of all sizes dancing and part of it. And I just thought, that's what we mean, need to see. I feel like we shouldn't girls. we shouldn't back away from brands though when we like push so hard even by boycott sometimes for you know inclusivity. We can't like back down when they finally start listening and they're like, "Okay, actually you're right." That would be no different than like if we said we need more females uh, at reseller conventions and then they're like, you're right, you're, you're invited. And then we're like, no, I'm not going. Like, it's such an immature attitude. Like, I feel like she should have said, absolutely, this is what I've worked for. And like, don't let your voice just be noise, like put action behind it. Like she, she used her voice and they heard her and then she just let the rest of it fall. Like, I don't think so. I think that they, they'd already been getting a lot of heat. Yeah. For years before that, I think they just sort of ignored it until there was a big expose about them. And then there was a documentary. And when they 
when they lost tons of profits and their mm-hmm. brand was falling flat and they had um, ties with notorious people that was. But isn't that like the whole point in making their brand suffer is like, you'll hear us through our pocketbooks. Yeah. And so the, yeah. she just doesn't want to support a company that for yeah. years was a proponent of all this negativity. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me help them rebuild their brand. No, let's find a new brand to support. Let's find mm-hmm. a brand who from the start is all about, you know, including everyone in a positive yeah. way. Why are we going to like help them with their brand when they've been nothing but negative towards women of mm-hmm. anything more than a size four forever? Right. You know, so. you know, I think like, it comes down to, if a company is acting out of ignorance and you've pointed it out and they're like, I I didn't know. And they changed their, their personality because there's been a paradigm shift. They've learned something that they did not know. And I I think that uh, Kristen and Angie's point is, is that they already knew and they chose to not change things until they could no longer afford to not change. They didn't change because they could, they changed because they had to. Yes. Hmm, That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you look back, I think it was 1967, which doesn't seem that long ago. She affirmed me while she completely blew me off. No, no, I think it, I think it's very interesting. (laughs) We don't care. Interesting. No, I do. Go to something more. No, no, this is is right in line with what you're talking about. And I, I think it's like 67, which isn't that long ago, women weren't allowed to run major marathons. And like you had the Boston Marathon, Catherine Switzer, I think is how her last name is pronounced. Um, she signed up and she signed up using her initials. A lot of people think that she signed up as a man, but she didn't. She just used KS and they assumed she was a man because women weren't allowed. Well, when she shows up to run, um, they physically tried to remove her from the course because she didn't belong there. They and her her mm-hmm. boyfriend at the time was this all American linebacker, and he like would shoulder them so that she could finish the race. And to this day, women will run the Boston Marathon wearing her number two six two. Like it's a prestigious thing. Like I think they've all but retired her number now. But it, women will run via two six two in other races to show like how far we've come. So I don't know. I just like, I'm always like, I get you, you guys are saying like, there's probably been fifth and seventh chances, but I'm always like, if they want to change, that's exactly what we wanted. Like, I want to be salty too and hold a grudge because it feels better to be like, no, I'll never buy it again. And I'm not even a Victoria's Secret fan, guys. Yeah. (laughs) I just, they have their first Down syndrome model now. Only because they have to. Because Ari did it known for saying we will never have a model bigger than a size four. We don't hire fat girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, very public. But it, that but that pink I'm line that's a resellable line. Down. <laughs> it's a really good docuseries if you haven't watched it. It's I it's haven't really seen worth, it. I want to. It's really worth watching. Yeah. yeah. You know, a better it. a better example of an organization that was truly doing it the wrong way and finally figured it out is the FFA, mm-hmm. the Future Farmers yes. of America. Yeah. Up until 91, 91 girls could not be a full-fledged member of the FFA. What? And, you no, know, yeah. like they could be, get this, a yeah. chapter sweetheart. That was, oh. I, couldn't be, I couldn't be an FFA. <laughs> and yeah. so, and literally like at, as far as their function goes, and this I wasn't in the FFA then, but my understanding of it is they could like serve drinks when they were having events and stuff like that. And some of them called them a chapter queen or a chapter sweetheart. Their jackets were a different color. And in 91, 
they changed over. And it's personal for me because when I was in Penelope, my, um, my, uh, teacher, um, she's the FFA head of FFA, but she also ended up the, uh, state president for wow. the Texas FFA. And we had a student from Penelope who was the student president for the entire FFA, but wow. well, she's a female at the top of the organization. And it wasn't that long ago. Like I was already out of high school before they changed it. That's so. wild. Scott, that's really interesting. We have um, a moose lodge right by me. And we had gone there for a yard sale. They have, they have, of course, they had, they have an annual yard sale. So we were in there and they're trying to promote, you know, people to join there. And I was like, I'll look at it because it's literally so close to my right. house. Um, and up until last year, women were not real members. Yeah. Till last year. Yeah. They could be like the women's auxiliary, but they couldn't be officers. They could, so they um, just changed it. And they, but it, all their flyers still had women's auxiliary as like your membership choice. Right. I was like, this is insane in this time, you know, at this point in the world that the women are pushed down to an auxiliary level. That, mm -hmm. I just can't believe that's still happening in the world. Yeah. We really had live in like, oh, that's, I mean, worse than that still happening in so many parts of the world. Like mm -hmm. women's haven't been liberated all over the world. Like we live in such an interesting place in such a interesting time that I feel like it would be in vain for every woman that came before me that put me like in this position to succeed. It would be in vain if I didn't do something with it. You know what I mean? It's almost like that child of an immigrant mentality. Like they didn't go through all of that for me to not succeed in this business or for me to like not leave some type of a legacy. Like there were women that wanted a voice, you know, like that, that movie hidden voices where the, the women of NASA, mm -hmm. there's just, yes, I saw that. That was bigger. Yeah. There, yeah. Hidden figures. Yeah. There's yeah. just so many examples of um, times when it was um, like women were silenced to avoid offending somebody because it was a, like a man's world or she could, she could be the secretary, but not the boss. And even if she was the boss, her initials might've been used so that people mm -hmm. would still come to the business. Like maybe it was out of a place of political correctness. And it makes you wonder like what all we currently like stifle the same way that won't be one day. And we'll look back on this time and be like, can you believe we did things that way? I hope, I hope that. Well, I don't think there's any question that it'll, it'll keep moving in that direction. Let me ask you guys a question. So the three of you put this together, what do you want to accomplish? Like if you could say this would, this would be positive for the ladies watching the show, what would it be? I'll let you guys speak first because I talk too much. Go ahead. <laughs> I do think it's important that everybody that does look like us, that does, you know, and I'm not knocking guys, but th there's a lot of resellers that are guys that are represented and we all like totally admire them and look up to them. But sometimes it is nice to know that we're represented and that there's somebody there that relates to us and all the things that we have to do in addition to getting our listings up and our photos taken and trying to balance whatnot with getting the kids to school and all those things. So I, I think that just making somebody else feel comfortable and knowing that they can sit with us and that um, we're all in this together, that you don't have to fight uphill battles because we are in charge of our own decisions in our own businesses. So I, I want everybody to know that you don't have to compare yourselves 
to somebody that doesn't look like you and that doesn't have those same experiences that that we get you that we totally understand and that hopefully it helps them feel like they can succeed a little bit easier yeah hopefully. that's i think that's really good um i think with a lot of the reseller community there's women and we have our own channels and things but it seems like the vast majority of the groups you know, the podcasts, the people getting together are men. And so they have, there's a lot of masculine energy. A lot of times I go in there and, you know, it's fantasy football and it's, yeah. you know, talking about things that personally, I just don't, I can't relate to. And so this is a spot for us to, you know, we talk about some crazy things. And if we're like hormonal that day, or if we like are having women issues, we talk about that. And we talk about just a different uh oh yeah exactly <laughs> see so something that notice you know, i use a football sign yeah <laughs> just <But> saying <laughs> honestly for me i think i want women to be able to feel like they could come here with us and just like if we were out to lunch and we're venting about our businesses and needing mm -hmm. that moment where we can talk about the good and we can talk about the bad and we could leave feeling refreshed and ready to take on our own businesses and our own challenges in just a positive way and feeling like we got supported by other people, other women, and that they see us. They mm -hmm. really see us and they are like helping us. And we get lots of comments about, yes, this, like, I understood this, this resonated with me. And just the idea that we're touching a place that other places are uh, uh, other podcasts are not because we just have a different perspective. And I, I really hope that eventually we'll see young women resellers who will come in and be like, yeah, I want to be able to be my own business owner. I mm -hmm. want to be able to do this and be successful and have a place at the table where they value me because mm -hmm. we value everyone, you know, and we want you to feel like what you're doing is, it's challenging, but it's awesome and mm -hmm. we're here for you. So that's yeah. that's my hope for this, I think. I I think it's really cool also that like even though we're all three women reselling in this community, we are vastly different people. Yes. And so even within like, okay, we've we've now come down to this like sub-level of female resellers, even within that, there's so many differences between the three of us and where exactly we are in life. And then like like you mentioned fantasy football and I guarantee you there's a woman listening to this like, Hey, I love fantasy I football. Love, and yeah. That's, what I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so we're, we're three so different. And we like, I think that helps showcase like how multifaceted women in general are because like I'm into things that you girls aren't into. You girls are into things that I'm not into. And like, so it's, it's helpful because we can show like even the, the female reseller isn't just painting her nails while she uploads her eBay listings. You know what I mean? Like we're like <laughs> dynamic and multifaceted women. And, and the fact that like the three of us also have successful channels is, is helpful because multiple channels already we're on episode nine. And before this episode even airs, multiple channels have spawned from the things that we've said, encouraging women like, hey, you can do mm -hmm. this. Because my last, uh, my next to last video of the 24 hour challenge, 80% of the audience was female. 80. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You women should like stand up and, and have your voices heard. And so I don't know. I think it's let, cool. Let me add one thing to it that none of you said is, you know, obviously I'm a guy sitting here on this. 
um, being pro-female and because of all the people in the reseller world, I, I probably know you three as well as anybody. It's absolutely not anti-male. Mm, you guys no. have been my biggest supporters throughout my own journey, trying to figure out how this works and where, you know, where is my place at the table and we're uh, going to clip that out and put that on Instagram. Cause I think there's still people that think that we're not allowing. I've been pretty upfront. I, I, I don't think I would have ever dove into YouTube without Rachel. You know, um, so, I, I mean, it's that. definitely not anti-male um, or I wouldn't be sitting here unless this is an intervention of some kind. That... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Scott, <laughs> actually, <laughs> you know, so I, I think that that's, to be said though, because that's also another example that you can be proud of where you're at and what you're doing and who you are without being negative to anybody else. Yes. Yeah. And I think all three of you are so incredibly positive everywhere and to everybody that I also think that's a good example for men and women alike. Mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, are you only inflating our heads because you listened to last week and you heard us going on and on about you? No, I don't like the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you set that up so easily. No, no, because I, 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 when you guys told me you were doing this, I do think it's really positive. You know, there's a lot of, of, I always ended up the boss and not always because mm -hmm. I, well, I was the most qualified, but you know, other <laughs> <laughs> reasons. <laughs> you know, I, I probably got opportunities to excel when somebody else might not have. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're backing up and you're looking at the 80s, you know, yeah. when I when I started in nineties, uh, when the bulk of my career was. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool to recognize something like that too. So to bring it around to reselling, would you sell lightly, Scott? <laughs> Well, the fun one right now is I bought, uh, I got a chance to go through this guy's attic. He used to be an antique dealer. And anyway, I got invited to go look and I bought some stuff. Most of the stuff, eh. uh, the yeah. friend who invited me said I overpaid because um, I, I want an opportunity to go back because the good stuff's in the house. But anyway, I bought a box of locks and I posted it. Oh, wow. on I saw that. And so it's, I know nothing about locks, but I put it on an auction because I put the floor at $40. If I got 40, I'm happy, but it's at like 97 now. And these wow. are antique locks to anyone who hasn't They're seen this post locks. about it. Yeah, so, they look really cool. They look so, like days you have left. Like five? Wow. I saw yeah. them and I was like, if those are going for less than 50 bucks, I'm going to go buy them because you yeah, know no, I'm cheap. It's a, so, I mean, we're selling a lot of Anna Lee dolls, that doll um, collection mm -hmm. that I bought. Um, but honestly, Melody's listed 99% of them. Mm. And I've been working on YouTube and she's been listing dolls. So, and for anyone who doesn't know, Melody is Scott's girlfriend. other half. <laughs> his girlfriend. It's, it's, she, she's his first wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how you usually As he turns around to look to see if she's. <laughs> no, no, I was looking to see if I had a copy of the book up here. Um, oh, I think, I think I might. I Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do introduced her as my first wife, like <laughs> the day we got married. And how long have you been married to your first wife? Forever. Because <laughs> she would say too long, but yeah, there it is. Or yeah, have been married I, forever. 
This, this is Scott's book to people that aren't watching and are only listening. This is the actual published, I'm holding an in-hand copy of How to Be Married Forever by Scott Kelly. It's available where? On Amazon? On Amazon. That's <laughs> amazing. Copy. There he is. That's that smiling face. I, I don't think I've sold uh, many. Mine's autographed. <laughs> I've given away nice. a bunch of them. but uh, You know, that's the one thing that I'm surprised that you didn't put on your list of things to buy a reseller whenever you did that video about, you know, what to get your friend. About that book? Oh, yeah. first wife, Melody. I love that. They're currently yeah. still married, Angie. You love that? I love that. Of course. It, that's the whole the, point. The book was my 25th so anniversary gift to her. So it, it's got 25 lesson, lessons <laughs> on how to be married. It's funny. And if you follow all the directions, you will end up divorced. Like 100% <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's not a heavy read. Like I love the part in the book where you talk about um, keeping score because he talks about you got to stop keeping score right. because he would be of the mindset like, I got you water when you asked for it and like waiting for the the compensation for that, like keeping score. I, I did something and then you know, works. Yeah. My yeah. And he's like, what am I doing with my life? Like yeah. she's here. That's, that's gift enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it does always come around. Like it's funny. And then it always comes around to like him valuing her and treasuring her. And like, I don't know, that's, that's gotta be one of the most epic anniversary gifts I've ever heard. Of. Oh, yeah. I love that. What was her response when you, when you gave it to her? totally not happy <laughs> like she is not <laughs> melody doesn't have a romantic bone in her body I don't think. she wanted, she wanted I earrings think she likes it more now you know because that's even that's been a long time ago because yeah. we're at uh that was our 25th and we're at uh 33 we just nice. had our 33rd anniversary so um it means more now than it did then you know back then it's like too personal and Melody's not a public person. Person. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Now and that she's it, like a now, little further removed from those stories, it's okay. No, no. Now she's realized nobody's ever going to buy the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> like the danger level has fallen off. Check the description, guys. We're going to post a link to the book. We'll find it somewhere. Scott, you've always been uh, super supportive of us. I messaged you one day while I'm at a thrift store saying, I don't know anything about this. Will you help me? And you were Johnny on the spot, giving me information right away to, you know, kind of <laughs> tell me that you don't know anything about that, but yeah, you should get that. <laughs> so a, you do a lot of research and I love it that you just want to know the history about stuff. Not only do you want to sell stuff and make, you know, make some money, but you want to make sure that the right person gets those items and that you give as much information as possible. I I think that you go above and beyond as far as a reseller goes to make sure that every possible minute detail of information is available to whoever it is that's looking at it or buying it or could potentially get that item back. Or Maybe. he makes up a story. Yeah. One of the that's true too. Yeah. And they're really good stories. No wonder you're a writer. But did, I love did, it that did you, you ever also... watch Cheers. Yes. Yeah. You know, Cliff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what <do> you think? <laughs> Even if I don't know it, I'm going to act like I do. Ratzenberger. <laughs> yeah. I love that. No, I think, and I love it that you try to get these items back to some of the original owners. You know, if there is a family history to it, that's such a noble thing. And I think it's awesome that you do the research to go 
find those people that it really does belong to. Now he's a noble king. Good grief. Oh, Lord, his head's getting bigger by the minute. <laughs> we got to this right now. <laughs> the last hour of the show. <laughs> no, I messaged him one day and I was like, hey, should I get these? Oh, wow. are these? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. And I, so I'm at the bins, so I'm paying by weight and this one's kind of heavy. So you knew you had to question this? Well, this one was the one that Wait, I was tell like, everyone that's only listening what it is that you're holding up. They're these vintage and they're antique. They're not yeah. even vintage. Mm -hmm. These dolls. But I can't tell if she's like, Fish, she can't maybe? be celluloid because this wouldn't, this no, wouldn't have would be broken by now. Right, yeah. yeah. It's probably but, a composition doll. Yeah, I don't know, but she's kind of cracked and she's got like real hair, I think. I, wow. I don't know. At first I was like, is she too far gone? Is she worth it? And he was like, yeah, I mean, you're at the bins. What For the bins pay? money. Bins yeah. money, right? Right? So, yeah, and the way I look at it, on something like that, you're going to spend a dollar sixty nine a pound. I don't know what your bins cost. That's Those a were cheap education. A pound. Wow. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's super cheap education. The worst thing yeah. that happens, you get home and you study it and you're like, yeah, these aren't worth anything, but the knowledge that you have is worth more than right. the doll. So, and make yeah. a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. No, it's going to be a, a cheap education. Yeah. Right. I just, you know, and not everybody thinks of it like that. Some people are going to look at it. And that's what I think is so cool about you. You don't think of it as, um, oh, man, I have to research this. Your response is, ooh, oh, I yeah, can research that. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the downside to that is I have things that I have bought that I'm still figuring out hmm. that it's been like a long time because I've got a doll right in front of me that I know is a hundred years old that I haven't found it yet, but hmm. it was with a collection of dolls that sold for $2.5 million. That's and crazy. this one got left behind and so I'm not doing anything huh. until I know for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. Like, and it's only getting older and more valuable. So don't worry. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm, it's not, it's not just the money. I'm in a unique position in case any of the people watching this don't know I'm retired. So I have, it's not enough to do everything we need to do, but I, I don't have the pressure of having to, stay up for 24 hours in a row and try and get 170 listings. Those up. losers. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Some people just got to pay their mortgage, Scott. Okay. Right. It wasn't right. even about the video. Right. <laughs> like I love the research and I love it. And, you know, there are a lot of things that we've sent back home. Almost everything we buy it and we sell it just like everybody else, you know, right. but, uh, one of the things that I didn't put in my video, Melody found this little jacket and it had a camp on it. And the girl's name was Prudence and it had her last name. Gosh, and, what a name. But the jacket was from the 1930s. So we actually found the lady was still alive. The only reason I didn't include it on Instagram or any of those other things is because I don't have a picture of the jacket. We didn't ever list it. And so I found this lady. She lives in New York. And of course, Melody wasn't going to do it. I call her and I'm like, Hey, you don't know me. I have your jacket. And what had happened uh, was her granddaughter was a little bitty, just like her. Cause it, she was small, but evidently she was 14 or 15 at the time. And her granddaughter, who was the same size, wore it to college station to Texas A&M and she lost it. 
Oh no! Oh my god! And oh my gosh! I can only will, imagine the goodwill in, in College Station. That stuff comes to Waco, and that's where Melody grabbed it. Was at Waco, and I mailed her jacket back, like zero value. Like if if I, it what probably you. wasn't worth selling exactly. And so the reason never thought she'd see that again. No, 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 no. It's long gone. So, but stuff like that. What. Let's assume it would have been worth $30, which is uh, would be a real stretch because there wasn't, other than what was printed on it, there wasn't anything special about it other than age. Um, but I got it back to the actual lady. Yeah, that's super like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So, and we live in like an internet age where that's really right? possible. Like you can track mm -hmm. anyone down. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of scary. Yeah, but in a There's no like monetary value in that, though, either. That's, you know, that's an experience and a, mm -hmm. you know, something that you can take with you and not have to pay taxes on it either. <laughs> so, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and if nice. you ask Melody or I, we all have our favorite sales, you know, that thing that, mm -hmm. man, it, when ah. that ching went off, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> air plugs coming in, you know, you got money. But, it's the our favorite sales. Melody would mention the Prudence jacket too, even though it yeah. technically wasn't a sale at all. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. But what a great memory! I mean, yeah, that, exactly. That's awesome. I, I like Kristen's that. point that you can't be taxed on your memories and experiences. I like that too. <laughs> we should do a video about that. Yeah, I know how to spend my money this year. <laughs> Scott, we're all wearing Cha-Ching King merch. Of and I can't help but notice that you might have some really cool vintage shirt on. Is that liquid no. blue? What's going on no, over there? Are you the trying mountain. to be a cool kid? It's the mountain. Oh, okay. So um it's got like dolphins What's and stuff on it. Dolphins and stuff. Nice. <laughs> or no, I guess that's a whale. <laughs> dolphins <laughs> or whales. Yeah. You always have some cool shirt on and a like camel. a lot of times like vintage drip, like Scott's so yeah. in style. He ordered a uh, vintage shirt from me once that was like a vintage, like, you know, the religious tees are really in. And it was like, what was it? There was a knight, a sword, a motorcycle, a scripture, everything going on on this shirt. And I remember him ordering that one. He just had that, to have it, right? That's one of the most expensive shirts I've ever bought. Most of my shirts are a dollar, <laughs> like two dollars, whatever, whatever I spent on it. So and here the shirt I got from you, I got for free. What a yeah. jerk I am. I know. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen you in one of your own shirts, though. Um, some of my videos I wear them. Do you? I wear them. Yeah. It, Kristen's it, saying she doesn't watch your videos. No, I don't watch that channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I have to say, and not what I'm wearing. You do That's have right. some really good videos. They're, they're really good. Um, Scott's channel's blowing up like blowing I don't know up. what. Um, and like in large part to listen, we have people even last week saying they just started reselling. If you just started reselling, Scott has this whole, I'm going to call it a series, even if you don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's all, I'm sure you have a playlist about how to sell on eBay. And one of his most popular videos, I mean, approaching a hundred thousand. What's that? Make, make playlist. playlist. Approaching, <laughs> approaching 100,000 views on one of his most popular videos, how to sell on eBay. And, yeah. and you go step by step. It's really thorough. So I, when you go to do that, do you like make notes and get like an outline ready and then record? Or do you just shoot from the hip and start going? No, I'm trying to do more scripting now. Um, in person, I would never do that. I just talk 
whether right. I'm talking to a, a classroom full of kids or speaking in front of 10,000 people, like I don't have a fear of that and I don't have a problem with it. And I don't need anything other than for you to tell me what we need to talk about. Um, with the videos, what I try to do is to remember that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody. I already know all the acronyms and I already know, mm -hmm. you know, I know the language of reselling. And so I try to remove the language of reselling and present it in a way that makes it fast, but very, very simple. And so like on the one that Rachel mentioned, uh, the how to eBay, I opened a new account. And so I did it one step at a time where they can show what boxes I clicked on. Mm -hmm. And I've, and you just never know what's going to work on YouTube. That video has worked well. I've got another one that shows here's how you list an item on your phone. And it hasn't done hardly anything, Really, but it, but it may later on. You, yeah, right. You know, yeah. The video she's talking about, I made in January. And it's know. still like huge. And one of his best performing videos, like day to day. Mm -hmm. right. Well, it's interesting because I hear from a lot of people that they'll try Poshmark and they'll try Mercari, but they're afraid of eBay because mm -hmm. eBay is a little more detailed, especially when you're, when you're brand right. new, it's a little intimidating. So it makes sense that that was such a great performing video, but mm -hmm. did it start being a great performer or has it grown over time? The first month it did not get a thousand views. Yeah. <laughs> For the first and now month. it's approaching 100k. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I I know I'm over 90,000. Wow. Um, but I the other one that's been doing well lately is 10 things I wish I knew before I started. Hmm. And I thought it was a good video when I made it. I thought it was fun, but it wasn't. It didn't do anything here until just recently. Hmm. And now it's it's uh, it's at like uh, let me see here 7,500 views. Hmm. But nice. oh, 7,500 for the last month. I was going to say that doesn't sound right. It's got more views than that. Wow. When did you start, Scott? Um, I started April 18th of 21. So I'm about a year and a half, give or take. This is the cell, the one I was just mentioning. 17,000. Wow. Right. That's the one that's just 10 things I wish I knew. And, you know, part of what we have to do as, as content creators is we need to figure out not what I want to talk about, mm -hmm. but there's somebody at home that we can help. Yeah. And, and that's why it doesn't bother me if somebody wants to copy the same video and do it again, because you might present it in a way that I can't or didn't. And it right. reaches a different person. This is the video, um, 93,000 views. Crazy. Wow. See the graph. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the graph is the important part is that I've got, you know, like all of us, I've got two types of videos. I've got the ones that are trending type videos. Like I went to a garage sale and I bought mm -hmm. nose rings. I, I, I put a horrible <laughs> example. It's the only thing I think of. Uh, <laughs> you anyway, you put that out there and people watch it and, and then it flatlines. Mm -hmm. It'll be a straight line across there. And the evergreen videos are things that people could look up at any time. Let me find a video with a different type of graph. Cause you know, like 10 years from now, that video is still going to be relevant, you know, in, in a way, like sure the, some things might have changed a little bit about like the user interface of that platform, but right. it's basically still the same information. Yeah. yeah. So it, interesting. Exactly. I love how obsessed you are with the analytics. Yeah. 
you know, if I'm going to do this, one of the the hardest things for me to overcome when it came down to creating a video, it really wasn't that I had never made a video and it wasn't that I, I thought, you know, I'm going to look uglier than a mud fence online. It was that I wasn't sure I had anything to offer. And, you know, otherwise I'm just adding to the cacophony of noise out there of people chatting to hear their own voice. And so what the analytics teach me is what is actually helping people. Mm. And I want it to be entertaining because I think you can help more people if you're, you know, if you're not interesting, nobody cares what you know. No. Uh, so it's, it's really, I have a ton to learn and the numbers do teach me something. One is, I reach more people with a, a, a teaching video than, right. uh, yeah, than I do my other ones. I still do some of the other ones. Um, so that if somebody came back, they have something to watch, I guess, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting that you, what you just said, because, um, you said, I don't know, I didn't know like what I had to offer and I can't imagine the reseller community without you. Yeah. And like, uh, because I've been following you since before you were on YouTube. I mean, just w before you even put your face on Instagram, I was just like, yeah. this guy is just so cool. He sources the kind of stuff I source his, his descriptions <laughs> are hilarious. Like he has this personality and I, I, and so like to imagine you never doing that, I saw or heard a quote, you know, it was one of those sound bites on Instagram recently. And it said that like a butterfly can't see its own wings. It has no idea how beautiful it is, Yes, but we do. And it's like, so you don't understand. And anyone listening to this, you don't understand how much you have to offer the world mm -hmm. until you offer it. And then you get that feedback. Like mm -hmm. I'm there to, you know, we could tell a butterfly how beautiful it is, but imagine if it never spread its wings, like, like yeah. cut the content out, make the channel. Like, I, I just still know that there's people out there listening that need to hear that. There, there has to be because I, I I do not see it like and I never I've never felt like that. Like, you know, I, I think that you all know where I come from and 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 how things were. And, and to think, you, you know, your slogan that you can sit here like that's a big deal for me because that was like not the way it was. And certainly not the way it doesn't matter how old I am or, or if I've accomplished anything or not, that that's a, um, you know, that's, that's not something you just overcome. You know, it's a, um, it's called imposter syndrome. I mean, I've, I've studied it. <laughs> I know what it is. I can recognize it in other people when they don't see their own value. You know, yeah. they've been beat up for so long that they, they, or even if they haven't been beaten, maybe they're beating themselves up. And they can't see what everybody else sees. And, and, and I don't like at all. And so it took a lot for me to put out a video because I didn't feel like I belonged at the table. Mm. We're so glad you put it out though. Cause you really are just making it easy for people that are worried that they can't do it. And I think that you're a good example of that. You, you can do it. You, you should do it. There's a lot of people that have talked to us and have said, I kind of want to start a video, a, a channel, but I'm nervous about it. And I'm glad that they are at mom's closet, Christy, Texas, mom's closet, Texas, mom's closet, Texas, Christy. Is that how she says it? <laughs> That's yeah. how I say it. I what think as long as you say all the words, the order is okay. She'll be yeah. okay. She's got also such good knowledge. I can't mm -hmm. wait for her to um, put out more videos. I can't believe she's been keeping it to herself. 
Scott, I, uh, Scott, I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, if a thousand people watch this more than one, it just heard what you said that they've been beat down for so long that they don't see their own value or their own worth right now. And like you're uniquely positioned there more so than, than maybe the rest of us, like what life do you, are you breathing into those people that they're there right now though, Scott, like someone's listening to this and they are still in that spot where they've been beat down too long and they don't think that they're have value. Like here's your opportunity to say something to them. You know, I mean, I've been pretty upfront uh, all the way back to when I was a kid that I was, as far as the world goes and statistics go, I was a throwaway kid, um, you know, except that I'm not any more than any, anybody else. Um, I, I don't know how much you want to put on here. Is somebody going to edit this? You can cut it out. You know, my dad escaped from a penitentiary and, uh, he bought my mom from her parents and we spent a good deal of our life homeless and on the run. And the only thing that I had for me was public school. And it wasn't the other kids. It was the teachers, you know, that most of them liked getting some nerdy little kid in class that knew the answers or at least thought he did. Um, but, you know, you fast forward a whole lot of years and I, you know, I got to where I could recognize it in kids, you know, that they show up and, and they're going to stay in their lane and they're not going to attract any attention. And, and, but they're also not going to do anything that involves uh, a risk and, and they sell themselves short and society never gets an opportunity to sell themselves short because they're going to do it first. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm, I'm retired. At, I was homeless again at 18. We lost our house, ended up in Texas. And it took me 34 years to go from homeless to retired. And, wow. you know, but there was a lot of things that went right along the way, <laughs> like Melody being number one, you know, cause she, she encouraged me to do like YouTube. She was, or I didn't even want to do Instagram. I was like, you got to post a picture. Like, I don't, I don't have any pictures. I'm not posting this. <laughs> Go back and look like my first 500 posts. You don't even see my head. I was like, um, what's the name of the guy Wilson on. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, there's no doubt at all. There's somebody out there watching this that for whatever bad marriage, bad, bad home life. Um, maybe they're just by themselves and just trying to figure out how to do it. And when I tell people that if I can do this, you can, like, I'm not just saying it. Like, I, yes. I believe it because I'm, I'm the least likely winner. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to have, I don't want to have a Charlie Sheen moment, uh, but, <laughs> um, but I'm the least likely one in my opinion. And if I can, then who can't? You know, somebody brought up up an interesting point, though, on and I don't know how to answer it. Like, I don't know the answer to it on one of my YouTube videos. I wish they hadn't deleted their comment Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't see their name. It wasn't somebody I know. And I think they thought maybe it was an ugly comment, but I thought it was a fair comment was that when I say you can do this, I'm not taking into account people that have failed (laughs) like they gave it what they what was a good faith effort and it didn't work out. Because there's other things that have to go along with that. And and I, I, the only way I can address that is then you've got to go again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you got to take another shot. So. 
Yeah. What did Michael Jordan say? He took how many shots and missed, but it's the ones that, you know, you just got to try again. You just could keep shooting. Right. Yeah. I think he said he took more shots than other people. He missed more shots than other people have taken. Yeah. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's that's so really good. Wow, Scott. I mean, that just totally resonates with me with what you said about wanting to go on YouTube or wanting to go on social media because my kids told me for years I should do yeah. YouTube because I have so much knowledge about reselling and how much people could learn from me. And I didn't think I was worthy enough. I didn't think anyone would watch me because I didn't look like the Victoria's Secret model kind right. of thing that. I'm too heavy. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. And all of my own personal thoughts about myself completely stopped me from doing something that I absolutely love now and taking a chance and like watching other people who were willing to do that themselves. 100% got me to finally say, okay, I'm going to do this. And I was shocked at the response because no one was paying attention to all the things that I was worried about. They were Mm -hmm. like, yes, this knowledge is great. Oh my gosh. Keep telling us more. We love this. And I was like, wait, what (laughs) for me? So yeah, I, I feel that a hundred percent Scott and um, And hear it from someone else. It's just, it just resonates with me so much because I hope other people see that. Well, and, and the thing to remember in that is that when, when we're here talking, it, it isn't just for me to resonate with middle-aged guys who are trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is it's hard for you to tell what somebody else's battle is. You take, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I taught kids, so I think about kids a lot. And you take some kid in class who things have always been easy because she's popular. Her family's got enough money for her to fit in and, and all of those things. But she may be feeling like, I know for a fact, society will discount a lot of women, not because they're old or anything else but because they're young and pretty that there's nothing going on upstairs Mm -hmm. so we can't know what the people watching this video need and that's why you've got to have you guys out here talking to them and telling them look i can do this Uh, because even y'all's friendship isn't the way that it's drawn up online you're uh-huh. not yeah. demographically the same you're not in the yeah. out in the same area you're you're there's not a reason for you guys to support each other except that you do uh-huh. and you know i'm a big believer in you can get from point a to point b it may not be a straight line uh-huh. and and the more of those people that we reach this is a better world like yeah you know yeah, I, we're, I, we're I, better I together that's 100 yeah. percent. i i have i've had a I don't get a lot of ugly comments on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is actually pretty supportive, but, but one of the comments that I'll get from time to time is, you know, we give away a lot. We do. We're in a unique position. We give away a ton. And I, I had somebody say that that's not a real business. And, you know, and the reality of it is I have never fallen behind by helping somebody else get ahead Mm. ever. Yeah, you're right. So that's amazing. Yeah. And like, and and what we're talking about guys, don't let it just fall into the category of people wanting to pursue social media, um, you know, business wise or reselling even business wise. Like maybe it's that you haven't had the courage to start the class, to take the Mm -hmm. class, to teach the class, to get up on stage, you know, even at your church or to like, to go approach someone. Like there's something that you're probably holding back that you have a contribution. And so like, I I just wanted to interrupt and say like, it's not just, 
YouTube or social media or Instagram or reselling even like there's Mm -hmm. something in your life that you could be more, you know, if you Mm -hmm. see your own value. Right. Your best friend could be sitting beside you in a class and you don't know it yet because you haven't like started that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? That you're always like, oh, they're being snobby. And it's like, no, you're actually not talking to them either. So they're probably thinking you're being snobby. Yeah. And if you would just both talk to each other, you'd find out you watch the same TV shows and you like the same yeah. bands. And You know, one of the things, and I know kids are guilty of it. They still do it today. I did it in high school. I, I went to a big high school. Like I think there were 350 in my graduating class. Mm-hmm. And I, we had a group of people I was just absolutely positive was just stuck up. Like that's yeah. the word we use. I don't know what they say today, but they right. were stuck up. They weren't going to talk to someone like me. And you know, fast forward a lot of years, and I have talked to so many of them. They're like, "Yeah, you never spoke to me. You never said a word." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. you know, Scott, uh, you were stuck up." <laughs> no, no, I was terrified. I was yeah, terrified of rejection. And and but the uh, way it read to someone else, and yeah. so you have to like realize that they're probably being a little shy about some insecurity they have. Well, it, and the reality of it is, is is if you're judging people based on where you think they're at in life, yeah. then you're you're not doing what you need to do. So, I take try to take care of my own business. I I accept people at face value, and and I want to help as many people as I can. And right now, the vehicle for that is social media. In, mm-hmm. um, it's so powerful. I've like never felt more connected than our world is right now. And it's crazy because in that time of connection, there's like so many different ways to divide people. They're always trying to categorize. Are you uh, category A or category B? Are you blue or red? Are you this or that? And you can't. And it's like, no, it, we really are better together. And I refuse mm-hmm. to like buy into that separation. Right. Like your mm-hmm. life experiences put you exactly where you are right now. And mine put me where I am. And both of them are valid. Like right. they yeah. they don't have to be exclusive of each other. No. Yeah. No, and not at all. And in fact, if they're yeah. exclusive, you're going to miss big chunks of you that you wouldn't have had to miss. Yeah. Period. 100% end of discussion is that if if I think that this group of people has nothing to offer my life and I have nothing to offer them, then we both lose. Yep. And, or they probably don't lose if I feel that way, but I lose. <laughs> so. They would. They would so lose that if they didn't know you. And that's what's so cool about being um, in like such a big community on the internet. The internet is a community in general. We have found us... Uh, which probably in real life we wouldn't know, you know, we have any reason to be friends. Like, no. why would I, how would I know you guys, Texas, Colorado, and yes. Florida, like why or how would I ever have met? Yeah. You? I have found and yeah. it. I, and because of this community, the smaller niche down community, I've gotten to meet some of you. And some of these people have become some of my, some of my best friends. I am so grateful for that. You know, that the circles that we, the bubbles that we have in our own little real life communities didn't allow us to be able to mix with people that have different thoughts, different views, different opinions, different um, perspectives because of where they are. So look at Rachel. How did she meet her husband? Yeah. We met on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yes. we met on Facebook. Isn't that isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't even they had internet a sh- when I met my husband. Both watching a shared show yeah. and just 
happen to message each other. He but says that I commented on A&E's uh, like page, but I think like, I don't remember. I'm, I posted on someone's comment about the Bible series and he yeah. saw it and that, yeah, that one shared interest. And now we're like, you know, madly, insanely in love. <laughs> Hey, speaking of our community growing, so um, we were really hopeful that we'd hit 1K by this episode. And by the time this airs, it's possible. But at the time of filming, this is Tuesday, November 1st. We're at 800 and how many? Like 69 wow. people, like that, yeah. subscribers, friends, viewers of the channel. Um, let me let me make sure I'm, I'm not misquoting oh. that. So we we promised a giveaway today. And that's yes. that's. That's what we're going to do. We're actually doing three giveaways. Let me pull up how our subscriber count real quick. So 871. Nice. We are, we are hours over our watch time, guys. And this this uh, oh, podcast wow. stands to be monetized soon, which will put it out to other people. It's going to help us to encourage. If you feel encouraged by today's episode, please share it. At least give it a thumbs up. Comment because that tells YouTube that people are getting something from our content and it's going to enable us to be in front of other people that may need to hear the same message that influenced you. Mm -hmm. But we promised last week that we were going to pick random subscribers um, for a prize from me, a prize from Kristen, and a prize from Angie. So that's three prizes. Now, we're going to do future giveaways a little bit different, Scott. If you'd like to give something out, we can draw a fourth one. Hey, hang on. How about this? Um, I wanted to give away two mystery boxes in October, and yeah. I only gave away one. Ooh, so wow. as long as all I will need from, I don't know how y'all are going to pick, but from a subscriber, then I will send them a mystery box. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. amazing. Four Thank winners are about to be chosen. But God, here's, the, here's the big thing, guys. We, we were kind of on the fence about this because we promised the giveaway today. So we want to do the giveaway today. We are able to pull everyone that has a public subscription list. So Scott, you were able to go into your settings and see exactly where that's at. Cause we want everyone in future giveaways. We'll probably do comments, but it's helpful to know that you're subscribed to the channel. We have to see your public subscription list. So Scott, you found that in settings earlier, right? Yeah, it was under, I went to my homepage and then I went to settings and then there's just a box about halfway down the screen where you have to, the default is that your, who you're subscribed to is hidden. Right. Yeah. So, cause in all of our future giveaways, even if it's a comment, we will verify, you know, that you're subscribed to the channel mm -hmm. and a supporter of let's do lunch podcast. So if you, if you want to be considered for future giveaways, um, just check that and make it public. If, if you would rather it be private, that's totally fine. Um, we do Instagram giveaways where you wouldn't have to have that public. So check us out on Instagram also, but I input everyone's name into a, the wheel of names. You can't read a single name on it. There's so many names. If you guys want to pick, I, I can pull it up now. Yes. Let me, let me share my screen real quick and then get this. Um, we, you will not be able to read the names. There are so many. You can't read a single name. So don't even try, like, don't even try to look for your name. Look. There's no seeing the name. Don't tell me that you typed those all in, Rachel. Well, how do you think I got them in there, Kristen? I just he assumed it auto-populated. No, no, it didn't oh. auto-populate. Oh let me you tell you what I did. Let, let me tell you the genius that is Rachel Strickland real quick. Okay. <laughs> I was like, 
there's no way I'm not going to do this. And so I pulled up all of our public subscribers and I copied everything. But listen, you can't just copy it. You cannot just copy the names. It also copies um, 1,246 subscribers, October 1st, uh, oh, 2022. It copies the date. that, the, And I'm like, okay, so I populated everything in there. And then I'm going through and I'm uh, selecting every third line you keep and every two in between you have to delete. I'm still like, this is going to take forever. Okay. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. This is where the genius part comes in. I sorted it alphabetically and then all the Octobers were together and all uh, the numbers were together. Smart girl. If you have a YouTube channel and you want to do, this is the first way I've ever seen that is fast to do a, all your subscriber giveaway. It wasn't super yeah. fast. It still took a little bit of time, but it was so much easier. So I just want yeah. to share that in case someone else is trying to do like a subscriber giveaway. This is why we left it to Rachel because uh, right. Kristen and I were like, Huh? We don't know. Real Mary on my live show. I don't have a live show. I don't <laughs> so do we want to draw four right now then? Yeah. What yep. are we doing? Why, why don't you do mine after one week from the time it drops and, and then pull it from the comments? Okay. Awesome. So, so how about, what do you want them to comment, Scott? I'm subscribed. I'm subscribed. Not unsubscribed. I'm subscribed. <laughs> I'm subscribed. So if you comment, I'm subscribed. Or, then, yeah. Because I think you can search by I'll, that. I'll search subscribed. Yeah. Subscribed. There you go. Okay. One word. And if they put that, I'll send them a mystery box. So you heard it next next week on next week's episode. This is a we got to get you to come back. That'll be episode 10. We'll be entering double digits and we're going to draw the the winner for scott's mystery box that's so cool of you to give a mystery box i would no, love yeah. to have a jinking mystery can box we enter yeah, <laughs> we and, uh, i think he did a video of it uh do y'all know who abel's treasure is oh he's yeah, got a new yeah. channel and i sent him one and uh for free because just i was trying to pick people and he had just done a mystery box and i thought i can beat that mystery box because mine's free <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he had he had custom shirts yes um, at flipcon yeah. it was awesome yeah. that's so cool yeah. very nice guy yeah i enjoyed meeting him and talking to him super nice guy on. yeah okay rachel what are you giving away oh i it's a mystery right oh we're doing mysteries oh, oh well oh. i mean you can tell yours if you want but i was gonna i wanted mine to be a mystery okay do you want to tell what you're giving away no that's okay that's good We'll no, no, mystery. no. If you guys want to tell, by by all means. I'm giving away an eBay gift card. I'm giving away an Amazon gift card for 20 bucks. Mine's a surprise. And Rachel's is a surprise. <laughs> we'll do that. Okay. So we are the, our very first one we're gonna draw for Kristen's gift card. Here we go. Drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> big money, big money, big money. And it is Melody! Melody! Oh my yes! gosh, what an epic supporter of the channel. And all we three of our channels, I think. Absolutely. That's oh so gosh. exciting. Okay, Melanie, I'm sending you an eBay gift card. Woo! I will Congrats, Melanie. She can only win once, so we'll remove her name. Okay, are we ready? Yes, okay. do mine for an Amazon gift card. Come on, Angie. Is that a winner? Did it pick? I don't know. 
Judy Williams. Judy Williams. Oh my God. Yay. Congratulations, Judy. Yay. Um, for my mystery item, are we ready? Okay. Oh, I didn't remove Judy. Judy can't win again if it lands on you. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it that I'm right underneath of her so I can tickle her. JF oh. Vintage. Oh, that's perfect because you know it's going to be something vintage that I give away. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Awesome. Let me see if I can click back to us. Okay. So we did learn, though, that if you follow my steps in creating your wheel of names, you also need to remove all the blanks that you created <laughs> by erasing things. Oh, my gosh. How exciting. And then next that's week, exciting. we'll draw for Scott's winner of his mystery box. They, all they have to do, they've got from the time you post this, until seven days, you'll whatever time you decide, and then I will ship them a box. And all I'm going to do is take truly random stuff. If I have an idea, uh, nah, I'm just going to do it random. They could deal with nice. it. <laughs> so, guys, you'll have from Friday at noon when noon central when this post until um, we're going to say Tuesday at like 9 a.m. Central because we we record this just after that. So Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central. So you may as well just get down there and say subscribe right now. Right now. In the Absolutely. So oh, the only thing that because I ship it free um, is they need to be somewhere in the u.s u.s um, only yeah and i'll go ahead and ship to alaska and hawaii if somebody there wins but like you know it'd be fit that into a flat rate yeah <laughs> no it won't fit in the flat, flat rate but speaking of comments i just wanted to um we always like to do a shout out for someone who's commented or a few people and this week i picked sunshine diana she oh, said I, and I love her. She's a great supporter of our, our channel and my channel as well. She said, I missed my chance to sit with you ladies at lunch today. So after a long day, I sit in the dark after getting all my fur babies and the hubby all snuggled in their beds to watch my weekly podcast. A few minutes in, I am laughing so loud. The fur babies think I have lost my mind. <laughs> Who knew three resellers and an Oreo could make me pee my pants? LOL. <laughs> I had to rewind and take some photos. Oh, no. <laughs> I would share them here if it was possible, but instead I sent them to Rachel's Instagram. Sometimes you just need a good laugh, even if you have to do a pause to change your clothes. This thing, you, she says, love this thing you do every week. Diana, awesome. thank you so much. That is amazing. Yeah, she reached out on Instagram and sent these epic screenshots. <laughs> and she said, I'm sitting in the dark living room at 1.46 a.m. And this comes on. I'm laughing so hard. The dogs think I've lost my mind. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think that we should take those and have... Uh, screen printed on a shirt. <laughs> Look at this. She zoomed in on like, oh, oh. <laughs> I got the cookie though. People she really did. thought that was quite hilarious. And that was I'm here for it. You guys, my favorite comment was from Jupiter 5811. This is the best podcast out there right now. Nowhere else can a wound feel this kind of support online. Thank you. Wow. Round it back out. So that that's says awesome. a lot. That that's amazing. The best out there. I mean, that's a lot. There was a comment. I'm trying to find where they said it that they found us. Oh, uh, found us through 
trash to cash podcast and i was like come on now like that's that's pretty hefty telling me that someone like that recommended that you come over here so we do want to say like a special thank you to anyone that's coming here from any of the other reselling podcasts because we watch Mm -hmm. those and listen to those too we love those podcasts i listen to trash to cash while i'm at the gym and so sometimes i'm like trying in the middle of a rep and i start laughing because dave said something stupid Listening to Dave's poop jokes while I'm lifting. Yeah, which is like every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. did you see Dawn and Carrie last week? Because it was Halloween. They were mm. dressed as each other. That was hilarious. Yeah, yep. No, I'm usually listening like on no, that it was on their channel, but they oh. did a, a um they're live. They were dressed as each other. I was dying laughing. It was that so is great. really cool. Um, Angie and I were in a contest um over on Gulf Coast Pickers. They had a costume contest on Saturday, and she and I both showed up in costumes. And I actually had well, three quarters of my family with me. Della wasn't here this weekend, and so he wasn't involved. But I was Princess Peach. Drew was Luigi, although he was supposed to be Bowser. He waited until about six minutes before the show to look for his costume. Couldn't find it. So he was Luigi, and he put Della's costume on. And then Israel was Mario. And then Angie showed up. I thought your first costume. She had a wardrobe change, like total Madonna. Your first costume was so good. <laughs> I was Jimmy old school flips. So good. <laughs> she had like the prettiest beard. Do you have that handy? Oh, it was so yes. full and lush. Like you've been using beard oil. Well, <laughs> I would need to put a little touch of gray in really to, to capture Jimmy appropriately. The next but time yes. someone thinks we don't like beards, just remember this moment. Here, yeah. I can, I, I need a black t-shirt on, but here we go. Yeah. It was your so glasses. good. And your glasses. Oh, wow, my glasses. They're on top of your head. Oh, my head. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm Jimmy. Oh I just need a black That's shirt hilarious. on. It was so yeah. funny. But then she showed up and later, because it was so funny, Ryan said, I can't believe Angie got mad and left. Oh, wait, who's this? And he clicks and it's Angie again. And she was dressed as Batman. <laughs> That's awesome. A good Batman costume, too. like a really, really like yeah. Those costumes are incredible. Those Anybody yeah. who hasn't watched that video needs to go watch it. It's yeah, my so daughter cool. was um, basically gifted by an old boss almost two years ago, like eighteen months ago. Um, her boss had said, "Hey, I'm downsizing. I don't want the stuff here. I I know sometimes you sell stuff here. If you want to take them, you can." And they were these amazing UD replica. Full motorcycle gear costumes, Batman and Superman, that are worth like anywhere from sixteen to eighteen hundred dollars a set, boots and everything. And she's been sitting on them for a year and a half. She says, "Mom, I have some costumes. I'm going to bring over." I'm like, "Who's going to buy costumes?" This was two days before Halloween, and she brings these over, and I'm like, "What in the <laughs> world do you have here?" Also, um, a Death Star Lego set. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, have you listed it? The, yeah, well, she sold it within 12 hours. That, oh my god! Yeah, sorry, wow. Rachel. Did you already sell the? Um, what did you sell it for? The, um, the Death Star. She counted all the pieces, and it was missing like 70 pieces in the first box. So like less than one percent because there's a lot of parts, and she sold it for like 450. Yeah, but knew there were you know if all if it was complete, it would have been worth like eight hundred. Yeah, but um, it wasn't a lot of pieces that were missing. But she made a list of exactly what was missing and wow. got 
450 for it like it's so I bet, fast. I bet instantly that's yeah. insane because all and the then, other bags were still sealed except for the first bag oh someone took the minifigs maybe no the minifigs were there oh. it was just wow. like, a little miscellaneous so yeah I believe they never built it who buys a set like that and doesn't build it people who have a lot of money and they just <laughs> you know huh. Um, speaking more, um, like $3,000 cosplay costumes sitting around that they just give away. Yeah, that's they were. So. That's true. Who does that? So Did seeing you me that? get into the Batman costume, yeah, what would have been a great video is me and my mom trying to get me in that thing because I, I wish like, we could have seen that. Oh my gosh. It was like crazy. And I, and she's like, they're calling you the Cody. I'm like, I can't get in this thing. I mean, yeah, I'm texting Angie. I'm like, they're requesting you to be back. And then all of a sudden she appears and is like, I am Batman. Like, oh my gosh. Was, and we didn't even, I didn't even vote for either of us. There was I another know, we costume. Lost. We both lost. There was a costume that was even better. And I voted for them. Yeah. I um, love that Joe. Yes. Oh my gosh. And they are so fun. Joe and Nicole are just amazing. They're mm -hmm. um, a new channel, but he he went to um, Reseller Remix mm -hmm. with you. Met them. Amazing people. They they're just super super fun. He was so a death pile. A new channel. Yeah, he was a death pile. He had stuff attached to him everywhere. He had a tambourine around his neck. There was a trumpet hanging off of him. A Nintendo <laughs> gun. Yeah. Like a Chucky random a pound puppy. I saw him on Instagram, his, his costume, and they are just, they are so much fun. They are just fun. Who people. is it? I, I flipped that. Flip that. One time, he oh, like, yeah, okay, okay. When we got to 500 subscribers, he rode this little cart down this hill <laughs> with a flag that said 500 subscribers. I mean, That's they're so going to do great things on YouTube. So give them your, your support and tell them, let's do lunch podcast yeah. over to them because super fun uh, couple and I just can't wait to, to watch what they put out because they're like hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Scott, did you dress up for Halloween? Stupid. Uh, no, I did not dress up for Halloween. No. Mm -hmm. Do you guys typically dress up or just not a fan? No, not normally. <laughs> not normally. I, I At the school, I would just go as me. Like, you know. The, <laughs> yeah. But that there is scary? a picture. There is a picture floating around. It's been a while back and we had uh, kids could dress up. And one of them dressed up as me. That's hilarious. But he nailed it. So there's a picture oh, really? of me standing with this kid. And I don't know how. He's wearing the same color shirt. It was plaid with the sweater vest. It was like. <laughs> Did he play it with Melody? Yeah. No, no. She, no. She she had no clue. But so he funny. nailed it. But it wasn't Halloween. It was like Spirit Week. And they oh, had right. a nerd day. And oh, no, it was dress up as your hero, surely. No, it was nerd day. Promise, I remember. Oh, <laughs> that's epic. That's so funny. I still have, I don't know if you guys can see it, but there's still a tint of purple in my yeah. hair from last night. Mm -hmm. I kind of like it. I'm going to leave it there. It's a little lavender. But I was Raven from Teen Titans Go, and Israel was Beast Boy. Drew was Cyborg. He had duct tape all over his pants. It was so funny. <laughs> he duct taped them before he put them on, and then his feet wouldn't fit in the cuffs because he <gasps> duct taped around the cuffs. Oh, no. <laughs> so he had to undo it. And then our oldest had to be a part of a thing at school. So he, that's why he was Luigi. Um, mm. And it was kind of sad. In the family photo, there's like a gap right there. And I'm going to draw a stick figure and put Dello's head on it. Oh. <laughs> because he should have been trick-or-treating with us. And uh, Dello told Israel before we left, he said, you have one job. 
And um, so that's my 16 year old is telling my six year old, he said, you have to get the most candy you can because I can't go get any candy and I need, you know, I need to share yours. Guys, we were trick or treating so long. Israel's like, my legs hurt. I said, are you ready to walk back to the car so we can sit down? He goes, I have one job. Oh. <laughs> and he just kept trick or treating so that Dello could have candy too. Oh, I love that so much. Just and so they got job. this whole like Dollar General bag, oh. like full of candy this morning. Oh. I'm like, now I have to ration it. That's so. They're sweet. so sweet Rachel. though. Oh, I don't God. ration it. I just eat it all the same night. <laughs> I mean, my. Kids eat it all. The same uh -huh. yeah. Okay, whatever, squirrel. I remember at FlipCon, we'd go to the table and Kristen's like, tow, 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 sorts all the candy she likes, puts it right in front of her. That's so funny. Did you dress up, Kristen? No, and where we where we live, where nobody would come to our house. I mean, they don't even know our oh. house is here. So I didn't even, I didn't have any, I didn't buy any candy this year. I didn't... I didn't dress up. And then all my kids are all over the country now. So I just had to see them on, you know, FaceTime. So. Yeah. That's what we always FaceTime my parents to show them our costumes and like what we're doing. And that's yeah. fun. Well, yeah. I didn't dress up, but Ollie did. Oh, <laughs> how cute. Your little pumpkin. Yes. He's my little pumpkin. Love yeah. him. Yeah. He oh, I thought maybe I had to about it though. Look at him. He's like, no, yeah. I'm I'm done with this. Have you ever put those little booties on your dogs? Oh, like, we, did, they... we didn't do booties. We did socks one time. And he just like, oh, like, yeah. please stop this. <laughs> we love to do torture, torturous things to our dog all the time. Yeah. yeah. Get these off my feet. <laughs> well, we went hiking one time and they had those little uh there was like little pokey things all over the place. So they call yeah. them goat heads. So when he would walk, he would get them in between his pads, but it's a really great hike. So we put these little foot things on him so that he could go ahead and run and go to the hike with us, but not get anything in his feet. But he, the first time that he's walking, he was trying to hike and he was doing like high knees. It was hilarious. <laughs> right. He's like, what are all my paws? Please take this off. I know. I know. It'll be nice today. So we'll go do another hike. Well, today starts my walking challenge. So oh. by the time this is out, I um I would have started on Tuesday, but it's at least, you know, walking at least a mile every single day, all of November, rain or shine, I'll be doing it. So Ollie will come with me as long as it's not raining. He does not like the rain at all. So I would do, you know, have to fare myself on bad days. But if you're coming in here on Friday, it's not too late to start. You can start on, on Friday and do that. I'm going to post on Instagram every day of walking and y'all should do that too. Some, if you like find some activity you want to do, the holidays are usually bad for everyone. We're eating less healthy. We're invited to parties and things. So just something for your health to be healthy focused for November is what I'm trying to do. So would love for anyone else out there to join. So yeah. And like, as the weather gets worse, you're not going outside as much. And, mm -hmm. you know, like seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. You can have yeah. like uh, it's almost like a seasonal depression. So I love that yours is um, like an outdoor activity that you're forcing yourself outside every day. I mean, you live in sunny Florida, but still. Well, it's not always sunny here. I oh, remember I'm true. lower Alabama, not really. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have snow later this week, Angie. So, oh, well, but, but didn't, aren't, didn't you join the gym? I did join the gym. Yeah. Yay. So you yeah. could easily walk every day because you are a gym member now. Yeah. I will walk to the gym and I will support you and I will pop in on Instagram and say, Hey, we got this Angie. And then I will walk over to my yoga class. So I'm, I'm Yay. with you. You know, there's always question. walking. It could be any kind of activity that you want to commit to every day. And guys, yeah. you don't have to do a mile. If you're not ready to do a mile yet, do something you're comfortable with that you can commit to for every day. I don't care if it's, you know, walking in front of your desk, you know, seated yoga routines. You yeah. can literally sit in a chair and do seated yoga and uh, yoga with Adrian has some of those. And so mm -hmm. even if you're like physically limited in the way that you need to be in, you know, in a chair, like there's, there's some physical activity you could do. Yeah. We just want everyone. And some people you may already be fit and you're like, okay, I'm going to commit to running, you know, two miles a day or what, or whatever, or weightlifting these days, just something you can commit to the whole month to remember where you just want to keep a healthy focus going into holidays. Even on Thanksgiving day, you have to commit to it. So <laughs> don't do something you have to be at the gym to do because Thanksgiving day, you still need to do it, you know, to keep active. So, um, we just want you to have a, have something in your life that is really just focused on a little bit better health. That's all. Scott, what do you, how are you crushing that? Scott? Um, I started last month and I'm trying to do nice. a certain number of steps every single day. Nice. Uh, Cause it, yeah, it's been tough since I got sick in May. Mm -hmm. I fell off really, really hard. Me and too. So, mm -hmm. um, but you climb back on it sounds like. Well, not, I mean, I'm not where I need to be for sure, but, um, but you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I want to be able to run if someone's chasing me. And, <laughs> and so, like, I got I goals. Yeah. Drew's kind of had one of those years where, <clears throat> pardon me, he hasn't really made a whole lot of time for physical activity. He posted that in his stories the other day. He was like, uh, guys, I've just given myself so many excuses and he forced himself out for a run and he did five miles and he was like, I should cut back on the sugar. I was like, honey, I don't think it was solely the sugar. I think it could also have been inactivity the last several months and then going for a five mile run. But he, you know, he did a good job. It just might have been like a little aggressive at first. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to go back when you, when you, like, if you stopped doing your activity at like 10 miles, let's just say riding a bike 10 miles, and then you get back on your bike a year later, or even a couple months later, you can't just do 10 miles. Mm -hmm. You got to gradually get back up there. So, yeah. But the first step is the hardest. Yep. That's Gotta true. Start, you know, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't done it yet, start at, yeah. you know, whatever you can do and that's okay. My here, I officially put my Fitbit on. Yay! I've not been on for five months. I literally just put it on. So I'll be counting my steps officially as of today. And Love it. when you oh. get tired and want to quit, just tell yourself I've got one job. Yes. One job. <laughs> I didn't come this far. I only come this far. You may not love your body and that's okay. You know what? But it's your body and it, um, your heart is beating. Your lungs are filling with air every day. God puts you on this planet um, for a reason. And you need to take care of yeah. this vessel that you, you carry around. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect, 
but you can work on improving it every day. I know because so many people are like, well, I don't have time for that because my job, my job, my job providing for my family. And I'm like, if something happens to you, then who's going to like, yeah. and it's not like from an aesthetic or a vanity standpoint. You no, not at all. Physically, we just want people to be healthy because we love every person that tunes in and listens and all mm -hmm. of our friends here. And we just want everyone to have like some portion of health in their life, you know? Yeah. And when you take care of yourself, when you start like doing even little movements, you feel better. Mm -hmm. I know it won't feel like it the first couple, the first day or whatever, but I'm, I promise you within a few days, you're going to come back from your walk or whatever you do. And you just feel yeah. so much better mm -hmm. in your own skin. Mm -hmm. What does Elle Woods say? Endorphins make you happy. <laughs> yeah. And happy people don't kill their husbands. Yeah. yeah. That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. Exercise gives you endorphins and endorphins make you happy. Yeah, I was just going to tell you the first part, but yes, that's oh. right. <laughs> that's a really good movie, though. You have to quote the whole Oh, my thing. God. Class. I, I say that every once in a while. Whenever I'm going to the gym, Drew's like, you're obsessed. I'm like, exercise gives you endorphins, and endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't kill their husbands. It's <laughs> like, I'll see have you. Have a good one, Rachel. Out. We'll see you when you get back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Whatever you got to do to get through, right? <laughs> I just love it. So any plans for this month? I mean, whether it's reselling or family or travel or anything for everyone. Hmm, I'm always traveling. Always, always, always. So I have places to go, people to see, but I'm trying to get my, I told you guys that I turned off my eBay. I deleted all my listings. Yes. Crazy lady. I've been slowly adding them back all this week, all this week, not a single sale. <gasps> Has anyone Ooh. come at you yet and told you that you're not a reseller? <laughs> I mean, I haven't been doing any package pictures. I yeah. don't know if anybody noticed because did you see Judy thrifting Casey Styles imitation of you on her video? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh it was gosh. so spot on. You know what? There's been two or three people that have like good game grabs. He did some um Nashville Flippers did one of me and that just I think that's hilarious because Mr. Squirrel, when I first started doing it, he's like, that's stupid. Don't do that. That's no, stupid. I love it. I can't stupid. That's why I do it is because I also was like, mine are not as good as Kristen's. Mm. Yo, that, that will be an interesting video though. Is what happens if you delete all of your items and start over? Yeah. I did start recording it and, um, not good. We'll find out at the end. So but the information I'm is just as valuable yeah. You know, because you hear it all the time. I, you know, I just want a fresh start. Well, maybe you don't. <laughs> maybe you don't, because that's the first time that I've ever done that in 25 years of just, you know, Ryan, the vintage wow. Viking recently did like a fresh start um, on his eBay because he wants to do more media than anything else. And he wants to like niche down into particular categories. And so, yeah, I'd be interested to see that from you and from him to see like two different perspectives yeah. about how that went. Because I also don't think that his was, three weeks of silence. Like yours is even more unique that wow. you deleted yeah. them and didn't do anything for three weeks on it. Three weeks. So I've had everything. And then while I'm doing it and I'm looking at my inventory buckets, I was going to go through them one bucket at a time, do an inventory, put in the custom skew. So I knew which bucket they were in. I can't find the custom skew on a relist item. So that didn't help, but I am like purging the buckets as I'm going and thinking, how long have I had this? If it's been out there more than three years, <laughs> it's time to maybe move on. So what are you doing with it? I don't know yet. I'm collecting it and I have, 
I have a death pile and then a I don't know what to do with pile. So I mean, it's still good stuff. Inevitably, something went wrong in the listing. So you could either relist it fresh and anew or with a different perspective. Because if you did it three years ago, you probably know things now, keyword wise, certainly that you didn't know then or even how to take a better picture. Or you could sell it off cheap on whatnot to people that also want to source those things. So it's not like a total loss for you. Or you could be like yeah. Scott and just put it out for free in your front yard. Well, I did meet the girls at from wholesale whenever yeah. I was, and I, you know, the more that I think about it and look at it and talk to them, I don't think I, I don't think it's something that I want to discount. I kind of want to, I want to look more at that and maybe. I've got some listings on wholesale. Yeah. I think well, I want to do trying more it now. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have uh, two lots up there. One is t-shirts and one is women's clothing. Yeah. I've got a video out about wholesale and like what they're all about. Well, yeah. the inventory bucket that I went through was like swimwear and kids clothing. So I've got a chunk of kids clothing that I thought, oh, maybe I could do like a kids clothing lot. But um, I don't know. I, I It's it's a learning experience and I'm going to do some um, recording of it and, and videotape some of it. But well, I'd, I'd one of the biggest see you maybe get recoup your investment rather mm -hmm. than you know, get nothing back for them. Yeah. You I think that, deduct it once when you send it to um, like charity or whatever, cause you've already deducted the low price that you paid for mm -hmm. it as your inventory. So if you could get anything, even, you know, whatnot, or um, what I do is I create a custom store category for clearance clothes and mm -hmm. put a price on them and mark them down 50 or 60%. I change it every week. And then I sell quite a bit of stuff out of there because it's marked down on a sale super mm -hmm. low yeah. just in, you know, try to recoup my money out of there. And I'll even run coupons specifically for that category so that, you know, people are more interested in purchasing from there. I love that you make a clearance section. That's yeah. so smart. You're like, what a good okay, idea. Business like your business and stuff. <laughs> I think that it's, you know, it's hard to throw stuff in a pile going, I don't know what to do with this yet because you've already done the work. You've already taken the wow. pictures. You've already done the research. You've already spent some time on it. It's, you know, if I lose the $1.47 each that I average for my cost of goods, whatever, it's the time. Yeah. That That's I what Bolo Buddies always says that why she doesn't take off and redonate. And I'm, I'm of the same mindset. You already did the work, like yeah. end it and sell yeah. similar if anything, but why would you store category and put clearance? And then when you go to run a sale, you run the sale just on your store category clearance. That's, smart. That's a really good idea. That's a really good yeah. idea. Since I've already done the work I made, I don't know. I'm, I'm just if trying you to decide to donate it to another reseller, save all your pictures for them and give them a thumb drive with all the pictures, especially. Dang, if look at you going the extra mile. God. I don't save my pictures. Once I, once I list it, I delete the picture. Me too. Well, but you still have the ad. Yeah. That's but true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But, it, but I don't know how much work that would be. Cause I don't know. I don't know. It would be much I, I've never taken all my list. stuff down. Like I've got some stuff that's been up for like six years. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I have some oldies. Yeah. Do you guys think this will sell? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's he adorable and he unique. Is he Wild Republic? No, he is the uh, crimes of Grindelwald uh, oh. fa from Fantastic Beast. Then oh, even oh. more, yes. Yes. I yeah. have been collecting these really off the wall plush. He's a he's a griffin, and I'm gonna offer him. 
You had one like this. I just had him. Is he been him on an upcoming whatnot? Yeah, that's what I have going on for November. I'm gonna go hard on whatnot because Are you? I have something. I don't want to totally ruin it. I have something yeah. I'm doing over on my channel that has to do a lot with going really hard on whatnot. So this kind of crap. That's what I'm doing in November. <laughs> Good. All right. Scott, what do you have going on? Bookmark that. What uh we're gonna we need to finish all our Christmas stuff. We still have a boatload of Christmas stuff and we need to get it listed before Thanksgiving. Yes. Because you sure. as you know, like it doesn't sell at Christmas, it sells today started Christmas, November first. Yeah, we, is the we, first day of we've Christmas. been selling it for a while and then it'll sell right after Christmas. So we gotta finish getting that. I have to finish clearing out the locker, the last locker that I bought. Wow. Uh I just haven't been healthy enough to do it. And I've mm. now the weather's cooler, it's not 108. And uh, I still, yeah, so how much have you gonna, got left? Um, well, the locker was like 10 by 30. Wow, that's Whoa. a big locker, it, it was stacked like seven feet tall, but that's, it's vintage sweats that are still new. Oh, so, that's the locker, all the vintage yeah. sweats, right? So, there's things in it that I don't know what I'm gonna do with. There's some vintage bicycles in there, and um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, like there's there's a couple of vintage bikes that at the time were twelve thirteen hundred dollar bikes, and they're not worth that anymore. But mm. um, yeah, I just need to finish. It's a, about an hour and fifteen minutes from the house, but it's mm. been the heat, and so I've just been waiting for it to cool off. It's a lot. There's a lot of stuff, and I quit making videos about it because it's all because it was a store it's all the same sweats. Like how many gray right. sweatpants do you need to see? Like <laughs> I got yeah, like, here's some more gray sweats. I got oh, like 300 pairs of them. So, you know, there's like, it's you know, there's stuff surrounding me. Like these right here are the vintage <sighs> gym shorts. That. And I got like maybe 300 pairs that are brand new. Like, <laughs> Is the elastic dry rotted in something like that? No, get out. Wow. Some of them were. And I part of what has to happen with the lockers when I get it all home, I got to go through it and get rid of the stuff that isn't any good. But for the most part, the locker above it is the manager's apartment, which is air conditioned. Oh, you said that. I do remember. The other side of it is like their air conditioned bathroom and stuff. And then it's there's a locker behind it. So while this was not a climate controlled unit, it wasn't sitting out in the middle of the Texas sun either. So, right, well insulated. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I see getting one of those screen print things, and you could screen print all kinds of clothes, Scott. Well, the people that I told you like that that made Kristen shirt, mm -hmm. um, they're going to charge me three fifty to do as many of the vintage items as I want to bring in. Oh wow! So I'm going to do. Uh, I've been saving a lot of stuff that, like, maybe I only have like ten of them instead of. But like this is a oh nice like that white lovely. hoodie hoodie yeah and wow oh, wow and so you know things that. like that and I'll have three dollars and fifty cents in it and so mm -hmm. I can put that merch out there you know because I give it all away yeah and so I'll have a bunch of stuff that you know but I'm just wondering I told Melody I'm gonna put my Chiching King logo on the butt. <laughs> of these shirts and i'm like 
I'm not sure anybody's going to want that. <laughs> Very juicy couture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could always do like just below the hip flexor. On right, the, like the little on the front. Logo. But that's not nearly as funny. No. No. Judging <laughs> right across the butt crack oh, there. Judging right across. Yeah, see, like that, you can't beat that. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's marketing right there. <laughs> yeah, it's something. <laughs> okay, I'm I sure can the right Let's flip con next year. We'll all have to be rocking um cha-ching-ing shorts. Oh, shorts. juicy track suits with oh, Scott's face so. on. With tall socks that have stripes at the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you know, about you, Angie? Do you have something that in the month of November that's to watch for? Um, well, I think for me is I am going to be treating my business like my business right. says. I really want to commit to just being on a list daily of what I need to do and listing every single day, a minimum number and making sure that I stay um, committed to the YouTube, my goal of how many videos and doing my shorts and things like that. And just be super hyper focused on, you know, keeping the bottom line, like first and foremost, because we get busy with life and we, you know, as, I think work working from home, it's it's so easy to get distracted by everything that is not important. And, you know, with this being my business, I need to make sure that I'm spending a work day and it's yeah. sitting here. And honestly, Rachel, Rachel is the one who just really got me thinking that this has to be something I really want to commit to with her doing the 24 hour listing challenge Talk about you know, yeah i mean now mom says oh you should i'm like i can't i just um i i no one wants to see angie after no sleep <laughs> good uh that would not be a fun video to watch i'd be like you know so but just focusing really on getting everything done and accomplished in a single day and not spending my time watching um, all my favorite videos or watching all my favorite YouTubers mm -hmm. um, until I'm, I've done the things I've committed to doing. Yeah. For the day. So yeah. really for me, that's just refocusing on what's important business wise for me and making it a, a real commitment. And I, I highly recommend everyone to do that and just start with a list of, you know, a daily calendar of, Hey, mm -hmm. I want to do this. And even if it's five listings, like Monday through Friday, write it down, like put your, your goals and your focus on paper, because I think when you see it in black and white, it becomes more reality. Yeah. When I was an accountant. I always had lists, huge lists of tasks I had to do. And I worked that way and I haven't been doing that as a reseller. And I'm like, why not? When I'm hyper-focused on the work I need to do, that's how I work. And I work from that list and I accomplish off that list. Uh, you know, so that's what I'm going to do for my business this month and try to make it a habit because it takes like six weeks to make it to form into habit. So every single day during this month, that's, that's my goal. Awesome. I'm a list maker also. It yeah. really helps me stay focused and it, 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 right. accountable to me. Like if I don't have accountability partner, at least I I I get such joy out of checking things off. Right. <laughs> list. Yeah. I haven't been doing it. And I'm like, why not? That's I stay focused that way. And so yeah. I'm I'm committing to doing that for this month. 
Well, when we started this podcast, I know we all kind of made our dream list of guests. And one thing we're checking off today is Scott being on the show because he was so much. He was instantly suggested by all three of us. We have to have Scott on here. And um, so much so that we actually found um, a gap in the in the broadcast. And we were like, will you come early? (laughs) And so Scott even rearranged some stuff just to be here. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't rearrange anything. Weren't you supposed to like be at the doctor or something or. He's uh, like, no, no, what? <laughs> no, 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 Call Scott. He's not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we weren't going to have anyone this week. Was the plan originally, and we wanted you to come early. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm I'm happy to be here. Anything you guys need, I would do. Well, we appreciate you so much. I hope that um, if anyone listening to this hasn't already subscribed to Scott, you guys will look in the description, find all of his social media because his Instagram is just as cool as his YouTube. You're going to, and on Instagram, you always get like more of a personal view of somebody. So please check out Let's Do Lunch over on Instagram as well and check out um, all of of our socials. All of that is in the description. And uh, we're just so glad that you guys have been here. We told you a lot of important things, but Scott, do you want to tell them what the most important thing is? Um, let me check my notes. <laughs> the most important thing is to put subscribe down in the comments. That's true. Hit That's the thumbs important. up if you haven't done so. And they want you to know that you can sit with us. You can. Bye, guys. Absolutely. Bye. <laughs>